Welcome to the 7 Daily Choices Podcast, a podcast designed to empower you to transform your relationships, optimize your leadership, and ignite your world. We're so glad you've decided to join us today. My name is Robert, and I am the host of our podcast, and I now want to introduce to you the reason we do the podcast every week, the author of 7 Daily Choices, Dow Tippett. Good morning, Dow. Hey, Robert. How are you today? I'm great. It's been a, been a great morning for me. How about you? I'm, I'm doing okay. It's cold up here in Ohio, uh, but uh, it's that time of year. So, Well, just if it makes you any, any feel any better, it's cold down here in Texas. We woke up uh, below 40 degrees this morning. Of course, it's going to get up to almost 75 this afternoon. So uh, we have to strip as the day goes on. So we've got a special guest today. You had a chance to sit down with author, speaker, uh, life coach, pastor, uh, marriage advice giver, family life advice giver, Randy Pardue, uh, and talk to him about uh, some things that uh, he's he's been doing uh, with parenting related to his book, Diapers to Dorms. Yeah. And what's interesting is that Randy, you know, being a leadership guy as well, he, this interview uh, talks a lot about, you know, diapers to dorm, talks a lot about raising kids, but it really gives some leadership principles and some leadership ideas that if you apply them, they're going to work in both places. As we like to say around here, I mean, it's all about relationship. And so Randy's done a great job with that. So really enjoyed this interview. Well, great. Well, let's not drag this out. Let's get right into the interview and uh, share uh, what you had to talk about with Randy. Hey, Randy, it's great to have you with us, everybody. This is Randy Pardue. We have met through, we are both uh, authors with the same publishing company. And um, if you like to hear more about that, we can tell you about that. But Randy, you have a book called Diapers to Dorms. And yeah. uh, why don't you start with telling us where it kind of came from and then just Give us your story of what Diapers to Dorms is about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, man, it's great to be here, too, with you. And uh, I've, been, I've been looking forward to this for the week, a week and a half, I guess, just kind of sitting down with you and kind of reacquainting ourselves and all of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we, I wrote a book back uh, the fall of uh, 19, uh, and um, it, was, it was based on my own journey. Uh, my, I've been in, Tammy and my wife have been in ministry for 40-something years. And it seems like what God has always brought into our purview has been young couples who just have a lot of kids and need help getting through that process. And uh, Tammy and I have four kids. Uh, we have a 39-year-old, and then we have a 36, 35. Uh, those were quick back-to-back. -back. Uh, we weren't expecting the, the third one. And then we thought, well, shoot, let's just have one more. And we went 13 years with nothing. And we were laying in bed one night. My wife said, hey, we should probably do something because uh, we're getting older. You know, we were just 40. And I'm like, ah, look, somebody's broken. I mean, 13 years, we have not not tried to have a baby. And we and then the next month we had one. So uh, he's 21 and I've got nine grandbabies and uh, 13 year old all the way down to uh, 13 months. So it's, it's been a great ride for us. So we have a lot of experience in helping others and then our own deal. So uh, what, but what got us into this whole deal that kind of fast tracked us was when my oldest uh, was a sophomore in high school uh, and uh, he'd bounced in from football practice into my little study that was in my home at that time. And it was, you know, just one of those 
moments you don't really think much about. He's just bouncing. Hey, Dad, how you doing? You know, what are you studying? And here's school and love you. And he's out of the office. And as he left, there was just this void. There was something that was going on. And, and um, I get a little nostalgic, I guess. And I'm thinking, man, uh, he is he got here fast to this age and panic began to set in. And I began to to really struggle with uh, the reality that I haven't done the best job that I could have done. You know, that you squander years, just getting busy, doing life, just doing things. We had a great time. We, we did a lot of experiences together. But as far as being intentional and directional and what I wanted for him, uh, I think we just assume, like most parents, those things kind of happen, right? I mean, they just you just right. do what your parents did and out comes a good kid. That's what you hope. Uh, well, I, I wasn't wanting to settle on that. And so um, I remembered about a week later, because this was really stressing me out. And I'm thinking, I got to fix this thing, right? I mean, I'm an A-type personality. I got I see a problem. I'm going to conquer it, you know? And uh, I remembered that when we were doing student ministry, uh, we took the time. So if someone was in our youth group from seventh grade to 12th, we would say, hey, what do we want them to look like by the time they get out? Let's take them on a journey, right? I mean, that's what life's about anyway. So let's take them on a journey. And what would we want them to think when they get to that age about scripture and life and relationships? And then what kind of attitude would we want to see reflected in their life that would be positive and uh, allow them to be able to conquer the world and, and live their best life? And, and then we thought, okay, so what kind of, not just the attitude, what kind of behavior then should carry that because behavior lived out over time becomes character. Right. I mean, so that's kind of where we came from. And I had one of those aha moments. I'm like, I'll just do the same thing with my own kids. So my wife and I sat down, worked through some things, prayed over some things and said, here's what we want him to do uh, and be. And so we realigned everything with that. We began to take trips. I took him to, uh, uh, to the islands with me in Belize where we were doing ministry, ended up taking him to India and letting him discover some things there. Uh, we had some great conversation. We read some books together. Uh, uh, and it was, uh, one of them was never alone, um, uh, by Keith Ferrazzi, a uh, powerful book, really just kind of on, on, uh, getting through life and understanding we need each other anyway. Um, so that propelled us. Once you have a plan, then you reverse engineer it and you just work the steps. Right. So that's kind of where we got, you know, the whole basis of the book. So it's basically going to give you a blueprint. Um, I'm, if I'm talking too much, you can slow me down. I'm, I'm, no, you know. you're doing great. We love, I love hearing it, Randy. And unfortunately, like me, uh, you're a preacher, so I can just get you started and let it go. Um, That's right. but why don't you walk us through? So you were, you were telling me a little earlier, there's a, there's a process. You kind of have it broken down in steps mm -hmm. according to ages. And, and why don't you share with our audience kind of what those stages are and what they're going to get when they, when they get the book. Sure. Because what, what happens when you, when you got that first brand new baby, you know, there's, you freak out a little bit and you realize I've got real responsibility and I'm like, I'm not sure I'm ready for this. And, and, um, and so if I, if I were to tell someone who had a seven month old, okay, well just envision them in college. Well, it's going to be really hard to do. But if I said, what do you think this little child's going to look like by the time they get ready for uh, kindergarten, pre-K, you know, what, what, what would you like for them to think 
uh, about life and, and what kind of manners would you like for them to have? What kind of respect should they have? Help them create those things. So we break parenting down into three phases. And if we just slow down in that process, we're going to arrive at a very good place. Uh, Andy Stanley used to have a statement that intention doesn't get us to our destination. All of us intend to raise good kids. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. Just because we intend to do it doesn't mean it happens. We have to be directional about it. And because direction then determines our destination. So we become a little more directional and say, let's focus on the things that matter. So when, when they're preschool age, really, it's we call that the discipline phase, not to be confused by some parents of the beating phase. Right. I mean, that's not we're not just talking about, you know, discipline right. like that. We mean helping them learn self-control. And so. Uh, in that phase, you're just trying to help them exercise some self-control. And, and within that, uh, we have some specific steps and tools that we teach you to help your child learn that because that's crucial. If they don't have self-control, then they're, they're, they're never going to be able to, to live a, a holy and healthy good life. Uh, so, so we work on, on that. Um, so we, I ask you, I say, what would you like for your child to look like when they head into kindergarten? Well, that's easy then for somebody who's got a, you know, year old, two year old, you know, well, I'd like for them to eat healthy. I'd, I'd like for them not to, uh, you know, throw temper tantrums. I'd like to be able to go to a restaurant. No, they're not going to go crazy on me. Right. All of those things. Sure. So we begin to lay those things out for them. And then, uh, when they hit, uh, the, first grade through sixth, you know, that kind of age before junior high, we call that uh, the training phase. There, you begin to have to help them understand the why behind what we're asking them to do, right? You, you know, you used to, when you were younger, you could say, because I said so, it doesn't work with that age, really. So we take some time to give them good values. And in that phase, we're anticipating what will they look like that first day of junior high? When they walk into middle school or junior high or whatever you you know you're you're calling that, um, and what kind of friendships do you want them to have? What what uh, what kind of uh, attitude about life are they going to be a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? These are things we we talk about as far as whether they're going to be optimistic or, or or pessimistic. All of those things we help them understand their personalities because at this point their personalities are beginning to be prime, and we love talking about we we have what we call a uh, a parenting uh, jungle dynamic, family jungle dynamic, where we talk about the personalities. And uh, we, we follow Gary Smalley and John Trent, who wrote a book called The Treasure Tree. And they take the personalities and give animal characteristics. So there's an otter and a lion and a beaver and a golden retriever. And it just helps your kids understand personality. When they know who they are, it's a game changer. And you begin to help mold them in that direction. So we do that in what we call the training phase. And so we teach morals and we teach principles in that area. And we show you how to do that. Um, And then the last phase is going to be that high school to college. Uh, We call that the coaching phase because you're really not teaching anymore. They already know everything. So, you know, they, they're not really listening to us, Uh, but we coach, right? So when they, when they struggle a little bit and they go, Hey dad, man, here's what happened. Hey man, how about we, let me kind of help get you back in the lane and and get on down the road. Um, And that's a great phase. That's one of my favorite phases of life. Um, Our goal was always to be our kids trusted friend, Uh, not Mm -hmm. their best friend. That looks silly, but to be their trusted friend. So they knew at whatever point in life, if there was, if they were in a, you know, a train wreck in their life, they would go, hey, I just need to talk to dad or I need to talk to right. mom. And so um, that's where relationship really comes in. We have a little um, 
formula. We always say rules minus relationship equals rebellion. So we tend to think one more rule is going to fix our high school student. And it's really a lot more relationship is what fixes our high school student. So the basic issue of the book is to help you see that blueprint and walk you through step by step through those three phases. Um, So that's kind of what we do. And then we have some other things that we talk about in there. I'd love to share with you, but that's that's the nutshell of what we do. Awesome. So as you're talking about that, I guess I, I have a couple of things that pop in my head. My first, my first thing is, and, and you talked about your own son this way a little bit. Um, can you give a little grace to those of us who haven't had your book? We haven't had all this training and uh, our kids are already in that middle school, high school phase, or even college phase. And we're trying to maybe back up or change some things. And, um, you know, you, you mentioned the relationship piece. I know that, uh, there are a couple of guys I think about when, when I talk about parenting, Andy, you know, hail Andy, um, yep. Andy Stanley, <laughs> he's yeah, absolutely. but you know, his statement that we want him to want to come home, that yep. that was always a part of our parenting. And then the other one is Andy Andrews. I don't know if you know. Who oh, I love Andy. He's, he's from my yeah. state, man. I'm from Alabama. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's an Alabama guy. That's right. And Andy says, we're trying to raise good adults, not good kids. You know, let's try that's to right. raise good adults. That's right. And so those two things together kind of, uh, what we use to kind of get us through and then learned along the way. And of course, you know, my oldest is out of the house, sort of, she's home right now because she's in college and COVID is crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but, but uh, my brother has just finished raising uh, his three are all grown now. And so that's changing their dynamics at the house. But so that for those parents out there though, who your kids are a little older and you haven't really been intentional up till now. Yep. What are yep. some What are some ideas and some recommendations? Do you go back, or do you just do you come into the phase where they are? Yeah, you know, we do a thing called um, when we work through a workshop. We talk about reassess, right? I mean, okay. and that happens. You and me do that at, even at different seasons of our life, right? When you hit a, sure. a you know thirty or, or whatever season that you move into. You kind of reassess, take stock. So we always encourage parents to just reassess. And, and uh, we, we tell you to back up and understand one thing. That child that you have that you may be struggling with uh, is deeply loved by the creator, was a gift to you, uh, is precious in his sight. And, um, and you know that you ultimately love that child. So let's just reassess that. I think in parenting, we always change more than our kids change. So what we have to do is have a a mindset change. Quit trying to butt heads with that kid and listen. I I think if parents could just slow down and go, why are they acting in this way that I don't like them acting? Right. Why, why, why are they not respectful? Why are they, uh, why are they lazy? Why are they, you know, whatever it is that we tend to think, that is really at the forefront of us. There's a reason behind that. And, and so um, I, we so would always you- kind of bring everybody in, have what we call a family meeting. And that's not a family yelling. I think a lot of dads thing is bring our kids in, let me yell at them and, you know, fuss at them about what they're doing wrong. It's not that it's like, right. <laughs> I know, right. So we start by going uh, by, by really unpacking our own bags and going, Hey mm-hmm. you know, guys, let me let you know. Um, I, I'm not a professional at this thing called dad. I'm trying really hard. And I know you may think I'm messing up and I may be messing up, but I don't want to, I want to get this thing right. And so can we have a reset here? And, um, 
you know, that's if they're old enough to have that conversation. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. That's sure. the greatest sure. conversation you can have uh, where you just kind of clear the air uh, okay. and, and just kind of reset. And uh, it, it's perfect for what happens then. And, and then we begin to talk about reimagining. Hey, can we imagine maybe um, a better relationship? What, what do I, this is a great question we ask in marriage, but it works great for parenting. What can I do to let this get better? Right. Just ask. You can ask that question in any environment, whether it's work, whether it's marriage, whether it's business, whether it's church. What can I do? Now, what can you do? What can I do to let this get better? And so if you can get your family to have that conversation and your child will say, here's what I can do to let this get better. You're learning an awful lot about that child and what you need to do. And then when you begin to bear your soul and be vulnerable, which I think is your first point in your book, right? Isn't that one of the first things? Vulnerability is first. Uh, you know, so when I can be vulnerable and say, hey, well, look, here's here's what I can do. I could probably not be so fast to want to come down on you and, and to think I already know what's going on. I, to let this get better, I probably could listen a little better. Or maybe I should spend a little more time with you instead of stuff, right? Those are the conversations that are game changing. Any parent can do that right now. And without knowing anything about steps to do anything, I think you have enough common sense to figure all that out. So that's reassess, reset, yep. and reimagine. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, funny how and, that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not all it. So next one is retool and then realign. Uh, okay. You know, so, so when we retool, that means that um, there's certain things that, that I might need to make a shift in to give my kids some more valuable tools uh, to, to grow. And so we talk right. about some of those in each of the phases. Um, you know, so uh, we, we, we oftentimes, when you're trying to get your child to um, develop self-control, we think you give them choices, uh, control mm. choices. It's amazing what happens because kids want the same thing we want. They want attention. They want to be seen. They want to be heard. Even the most introverted just wants to be know that, hey, people know they're there. And the other is we all want to control. So those two things parents tend to want to fight against instead of learning how to use them a little more effectively. So um, for us, that part of that retool is to say, hey, listen, um, that dad's got about 30 minutes here. Uh, I want to, I'm going to turn everything off. I just want to focus on you. We'll do whatever you want to do. That doesn't have to be 30. It could be, it could be a day. It could be a weekend, but sure. you're, you're, you're giving your child attention and, and just that retool right there, just letting them know I'm zoning. I'm going to be present in the moment with you. It will ignite a fire in your kid's life. Even the hardest of kids, it may take a little time, but it will reignite that. Hey, he's trying to, could we want to connect? All of us have that desire. And then the other thing is we just give them some choices, you know, at, at times. Hey, would you rather, uh, you know, when they're smaller and they're, they're wanting to wear these goofy things to school, you know, and you're like, yeah. oh, God, you know, and then you lay out two things that, you, that you're okay with and say, hey, which one do you want to wear today? Right. So it's just simple things like this. So we call that retool and then realign. Uh, and this is the this is really the, the fun part of parenting for us. There are some optimal times that you can have with your children if you'll just tweak them. The bedtime is the best place to do that. There's going to come a time, it may have already happened with you, where you quit like going up into the room, laying in that bed or sitting in that chair and reading a book or talking about life. You don't know when it happened. You just look back and go, I don't know, but I don't do that with my kids anymore. Mm, we yeah. always encourage parents to let that be as far down the road as you can. Because yeah. that time before they go to bed, 
it's not the time to to yell at them and hurry up and go to bed so you can go binge on Netflix. It's really a great time just to talk about um, the end of the day, evaluate. Hey, so, you know, what? give me the good, the bad, and the ugly of what happened today, man. If you could have a do-over, what area would you do that? But I have to share mine, right? Well, mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't yelled at that employee or I wish I hadn't, have, you know, done this. And, and there's a calmness that comes over because we we're confessing to each other. And the scripture right. says that when we confess our sins, it brings a healing. And that's what we need before we go to sleep. So that little conversation, powerful. It doesn't have to be anything big, just powerful. Uh, the morning routine, that's what uh, sets the tone for the day. Uh, we have little mantras and, and chants that we may say around here. You know, uh, if you watch, I forgot what that movie was, you know, but it's, uh, you know, I am smart. I am, you know, helpful, all those things. We have those that we do with our kids that we just say, listen, now, understand who you are. So I want to send my kids out the door with a mindset of who they are. Anyway, there's several of these. Those are just two. Uh, But but we walk you through some basic issues. There's a meal time is a powerful time. Sure. Um, Anyway, so that's that's it for that. I remember when I heard you talking about parenting uh, last time I heard you, that was what got to me the most was was recognizing that far too often. Um, I'll start my day and something will be off in the morning and everybody feels it. Yep. And then, or at the end of the night, something's off and everybody feels it. And those are the wrong times to bring negativity absolutely into the space of the organization and your family. It, it just doesn't help. Um, you need to, you need to find a better time to do that. So um, I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> Aren't we all right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I, let me ask you this. So one of the things that, that I know drives me nuts um, and, and can be a parenting issue. Mm-hmm. And again, what's interesting as you're talking through all this, of course, we like to reimagine all this stuff in corporate world and in organizations, all of this applies. So we're not, we're not exiting leadership. This is all leadership. Absolutely. You're leading people, all this stuff is the same way to, to fix and help organizations grow. So I mean, I love that. But um, one of the things that I struggle with is when, when you think you've been clear right, with your child, because you've said something enough times that you think it's clear yep. and, and maybe others might even think it was, should be clear and yet they still don't get it. <laughs> yep. 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 Any advice, any input, you know, um, it is, I'm taking this kind of from the marriage side of things, but it works in so many different ways. And we've used it for our own kids. If, if we can begin to just think through metaphors, uh, it's a game changer. Uh, when, when my wife and I were young married, uh, I have the gift of sarcasm, you know, and I really know how to sling yes. it well. And, you know, so we're riding down the road and I, you know, you, you think, okay, I got an issue with my wife. And so, you know, I don't want to just say, Hey, you know, here's the issue. So you, you just try to lob a little sarcastic thing out there, hoping she'll get the message and she'll change. Um, so, <laughs> and that always works, right? Oh, perfect. It works perfectly. Yeah. Well, so we were listening to, uh, I forgot who it was now, some marriage thing. And he was telling a story similar to that. And he said, my wife, um, we, he talks about pebbles and rocks and so are boulders. And he said, um, he said, my wife would say when I would make a statement like that, she said, I know you just think you threw a little pebble at me, but you threw a boulder. And when my wife and I heard that, 
it was a game changer. Now, for me, it was a painful game changer. For her, it was a great game changer because we'd be riding down the road and I'd say something and she'd look at me and she'd go, Boulder. And I knew oh. what she meant. And I would, so it would cause a, a pause. But there are times when I'm with, I'm with my kids, you know, and I would bring in a, a scenario. So, hey, man, so t- let me ask you this. If your best friend at school said that to you in front of everybody, wouldn't that hurt you? You know, and so well, here's kind of what happens, you know, when you when you do that, uh, you know, when you ignore me or you do whatever I, I, I talk to you and you, do, you don't show me respect. It, it just kind of wounds me. Right. We don't like to say that. We like to be strong. You're going to give me respect. But when you kind of give a little metaphor, let them see another picture of what it looks like in their world from their vantage point. Uh, that's when we see change. It, it, it comes back to this, the golden rule. And this is the one rule uh, that, that we've used in our home the whole time. If the tables were turned, how would I want to be treated? That one question is the best question that, that we can ask in our family. And so when my kids are, are I'm, I'm having a hard time kind of connecting with them, that question will always come up. Both and. They can ask me that, and I'm going to ask them that. Right. And I love this idea. You, you say metaphor, but, you know, uh, story. Yeah, yeah. Put it in a framework where, where they can accept it, they can hear it. Um, had a conversation earlier with my kids that was a – a um, little more intense than I intended it to be. Um, <laughs> but, right. but when you said that, there's one one of my kids in particular who I know, just as you were telling me that, I'm like, you know what? If I told her this story, if I gave her this story, yep, yep. she'd understand what I'm asking of her so much quicker. And, uh, and then we could, like you said, one of the nice things is when you begin to get some common language, it gives you the ability to not be as harsh and yet be very directed. So, you know, your wife says Boulder. Right. And that, that strikes and that sure. that's piercing, but it's not, it, it wasn't a harsh, she doesn't have to be, have to be harsh when she says that mm-hmm. she's able to just let you know how it felt to her right. in that moment. So you can adjust. And so it, those metaphors can create some of that language. It's interesting because, you know, as I teach martial arts, we do that a lot. There's, mm-hmm. there's some common language in here in our dojo we have some language um, because as a Christian martial arts dojo, it's the same way. We, we maintain some language that we do over and over. In fact, uh, we do language and motions. If I smack my hand three times like this, you know, where I'm coming down doing a chop in my hand, mm-hmm. to any of my students who've been long here, here longer than six months, they'll look at me and go, stances, 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 you know. And oh, come on. That, That's good. Yeah, that kind of metaphor is there. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, so I love that story thing. Now you, I want to turn the corner just a little bit. I love that. So, so let me, let me review real quick so that we get this in the show notes. So yeah, reassess, go. reset, re reimagine, imagine, retool, realign. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Um, now you're working right now with your wife on parenting. Now, do you guys just have a parenting show? No, we, uh, in January, um, we we wrote a book, we do, um, workshops. Um, obviously COVID kind of put a damper on some of that. So we're doing virtual things. Um, but in January I'm, I'm leaving what's considered kind of a day job. And so we're shifting gears. So I do a daily dose of be refreshed, which is a, a more spiritual base every morning at six. 
But three days a week, we're going to do what we call a regular dose of parent refresh where, awesome. uh, so it'll be about a five to 10 minute video deal three days a week, um, that we do. And then, uh, we do workshops. We do, we, we're always having young couples in our home. One of the things we've always done is just welcome people in. And, uh, so our, our friends, they, their average age is probably in the low thirties, you know, even though I'm 60, right. because that's what, that's where we gravitate to. So that's what we're doing right now. And, um, we're, so, uh, we, we do coaching, we do workshops, um, and all of that. Uh, but mostly we just try to put good information out in people's hands, uh, through, sure. we try to give as much away as we can. And, sure. uh, you know, I believe that in fact, the whole be refreshed comes from a proverb where it says, he who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. Himself be refreshed. And so we just believe that if we worry about you and take care of you, the Lord's going to take care of us. Um, and so that's, that's how we choose to live our lives. So that's what's going on. And that's what we do. We're excited about doing the same thing with marriage. So Tuesday and Thursdays, we're doing one for marriage. Uh, and so I'm, I'm excited about, about what's taking place there. Awesome. And those are going to kick off in January. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So we'll make sure and get that information from you so we can put it in the show notes because that'll be fantastic for our, yeah, for our listeners and followers. Um, Cause one of the things, you know, as we talk about relationship, one of the things that we, we try to do, you know, it's all about leading, mm-hmm. but every relationship tool is a leadership tool. If you'll, yeah. if you'll just take it. Um, so, and roll with it. so I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, Randy, is there anything else you want to make sure that our audience has um, and knows as we move forward before we head out from here? Man, no, I mean, I could talk forever. So don't ask me that question. <laughs> okay. All right. But yeah, uh, no, uh, I'm, I'm, I just love helping parents and uh, you know, you can, I mean, I'm an open book on Facebook. You can find me, Randy Pardue, my personal page. I have a business page. I rarely go there. I just, I'm this guy, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I get a lot of people private message me and everything else. And so we're, we're wide open, willing to help whoever. Uh, so if you got any questions, you know, feel free to jump in there. You can also go to be refreshed.org and, okay. uh, you'll find some information about us. We have a, a personality profile assessment on there. That's fun for parents to take. And, uh, you know, you'll determine your, your personality, your kids. We give you a lot of help there. Just it's free, you know, just go enjoy. So I'll tell my audience, that's an awareness piece. Okay. You want right. that, go get those things, get, get aware of your kids and yourself. Um, awesome. Randy, thank you so much for that. Thank you for that time. And, and, uh, we are so glad to have you with us. Thank you for giving us your time this week and your time to our audience, man. Thank you. So there you go. Randy Pardue. Uh, hope you enjoyed that. Um, gave us those steps to, um, getting our relationships back on track. Really enjoyed those. Um, want to encourage you. Those are in your show notes. Yeah, I really enjoyed listening to uh, your talk with Randy. Uh, I was really encouraged. Um, some of those things I had stumbled upon, right, myself. With You, you mentioned that all my kids have grown up, and I, I stumbled upon those things more than, more than having been offered them up to me as good advice uh, ahead of time. So um, uh, there may be some mistakes I might not have made had I had Randy's advice a little sooner. You know, I always tell a story uh, with my oldest son my only son. Um, I've got two daughters, but my, my, my oldest child is my son. And, uh, the, the oldest one is the one that you, you make all the, all the gross errors with, cause you're trying to figure it out. But, uh, he and I, you know, as, as we move through 
elementary school into middle school into high school, I did make some shifts in those conversations. I just didn't realize I was kind of following the plan that, that Randy laid out. It would have been nice to have kind of a code to go by. Um, and I've told some stories about those things, but I, you know, it was, it was interesting to me one time when I decided to step back from, uh, an argument we had had, uh, during his early, uh, high school years and, uh, was able to kind of set him down and say, want to have an adult conversation with you. And, and the dynamic in our relationship shifted overnight because of that. Right. Um, because he knew that, that I was genuinely interested in him, I think, and that, um, he was getting some credit for uh, some of the things that were going well and that he was doing doing right. And it, it opened the, the pathways for him to be more um, vulnerable, as you would say, and open to me. So, yeah, so great advice there. I really, yeah. really appreciated that. And I loved his idea of um, using a metaphor because as soon as he said it, I, you know, I mentioned I, I'd had an issue when we did that interview before Randy and I did the interview. And I went home immediately from that interview with one of my children uh, and, and just to kind of give you guys a little bit in here, my family, my kids are getting to an age where I'm asking them to be a part of um, overcoming some of those things that happen in a home and, and maybe eliminating some of the stressors that if we all just pitch in, they go away. We don't, we're not fighting all the time to, to get past certain, you know, they seem like small things in and of themselves, but you know how that is. They build up. And one of my kids, it immediately hit me. I went home and I, I, I laid down with her at bedtime because Randy's awesome with reminding us bedtime isn't a time to, to yeah. settle down. And I said, Very hey, useful. you know, we had that conversation earlier and, you know, dad got a little frustrated. She's a basketball player. And I said, listen, if you're playing defense on the basketball team and uh, somebody's breaking in the lane and you're you're on your player, but you need to go over to help. Do you go help? She said, well, yeah. So why? Well, because they're score if I don't. Okay. What I'm asking you to do is let's play zone defense here at the house and let's all just jump in and help each other when there's something that needs help with. And she right. just, she got it and it's been good since. And, you yeah. know, just, just that kind of using a metaphor with our kids. It was fantastic. Sure. Really helped me right away. And of course, Randy, Randy was, Randy's one of those guys. I mean, I got him started and I had to stop him to record the podcast because we were just chatting a little bit beforehand and he just got going. He loves this stuff. He loves helping people. He loves helping parents in particular. And so uh, really encourage you, go get some stuff from Randy, go get his book and go check out his links and all the things he and his wife are doing. There's just some great things going on there. When he comes out with his marriage book here coming up the first year, we're going to get him back uh, in and do an interview with him again, let you know about that. Yeah. Cause he mentioned, he's got a show he's going to be doing regular. And I think some of our audience members might be enjoy might enjoy that when that comes, we want to make sure we get that uh, information in front of everybody so that they can uh, take that in and enjoy that. You know, uh, your book, seven daily choices also has a lot of advice to give here as well uh, for folks. So I would encourage you it's the Christmas season. If you've read seven daily choices, um, great. If you haven't, this is a good chance to go pick that book up and pick up an extra copy and give a copy to a friend. Um, talking about uh, metaphors, the, the, the entire principles of the books are laid out in an allegory. And so it's an easy read and it's, it's, it's great to take in the principles that way. So I encourage people to do that too this time. Yeah. You've got an offer. 
Yeah, well, it's kind of an offer. We, what we've done, um, a lot of people don't realize this. I've written a couple of children's books and they're available on Kindle. And one you can get in hardback, it's called Kylan Meets Lena. Those are my oldest two kids, but it's about a butterfly and a ladybug. And we are creating a course based on that book on how to have a conversation with your kids when their fear is getting in the way of them being their best selves and how to walk through that conversation. What we're going to do is for the next two weeks, uh, if you will, you just look in the notes on this podcast or go to sevendailychoices.com. What we're going to do is we're going to offer that course for free for the next two weeks. And all you got to do is go and grab it. And um, it's just a couple of modules on, on how to walk through a conversation with your children. And uh, after, after Christmas, that price is going to go up. So you got until Christmas to kind of get to that. And, uh, and if you'll go grab that course, it, it's just goes along with what Randy was saying, how to have that conversation with your kids when their fear is getting in the way based on my book, Kylan Meets Lena. Um, also, what we've done right during this time, the Kindle versions, uh, we're dropping the price down to 99 cents a piece. So if you want to go get a Kindle version, 99 cents. Go grab uh, Kylie Meets Lena or The Moon is Made of Cheese, which has no significance whatsoever except it's fun. It's, I, I don't know what the lessons are in The Moon is Made of Cheese, but a uh, couple of fun books out there on Kindle, 99 cents. Go grab them. Uh, during this time, and then come to sevendailychoices.com, get the free coaching uh, through the conversation with your kids, the Let's Fly course. We'll get that out to you. It's been another great episode. Thank you, Dow, for everything you do, and I uh, look forward to doing more of this with you. Yeah, thanks, Robert. Thanks for hosting and leading us through this. It means so much to me. And hey, everybody, remember this. Life is a gift. Living is a choice. And living is measured in relationships. So choose relationship today.